right, fight fans, we have Mike Diorio here. He is fighting on Jack Hammer Promotions Fall Brawl card on October 27th. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. Hey, good morning, everyone. So a big fight coming up. Oh, man, uh, I'm excited, sir. Uh, I've been around the game for a while now, and it's been a blessing. Every opportunity to get to showcase my skills is another blessing from the Lord. Uh, this is definitely going to be a test, man. I'm going into Long Island to take on uh, Brian. Um, he's one of Bobby's guys. He's a world champion amateur, uh, holds multiple titles. Um, but if my career is a statement to anything, man, I never take the easy way out. I always love to test myself, and I feel like if you're going to fight, why not fight the best you can find? Yeah, you've been on, you've been around the game for a while now. We've seen you've been in Bellator. You've uh, fought on that reality show. Uh, would you want to touch base on that? How'd that go for you? All right, so uh, I believe in throwback a little. Uh, back about eight years ago, I uh, I was really big into the party scene, man. And uh, after college, I couldn't like toss the party. I kept going, and I ended up at a very low point in my life where I was actually homeless. I got on my hands and my knees, man. I just prayed for the Lord, whoever's out there, to use me. And it led me to amateur mixed martial arts. Oh, nice. um, in the Ammies, I was also a heavyweight, sir. I weighed about 375 pounds, and I had to cut 15 pounds for my first ever fight. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> so we did the Am Yeah, it was crazy, man. Uh, so we did the Ammies as a heavyweight, and I won. And I was 30 days sober and clean from drugs and alcohol after my first fight, um, leading into that fight. And it just, it was addicting. The thrill of being in that cage and just having all eyes on me was something that, like, I enjoyed. And uh, it, it was just, I don't know if you've been in the cage yet yourself to compete, but it's just a different feeling, man, when those doors shut behind you. And I replaced the negative addiction with what I believe is the most positive thing I could have done and started training martial arts. Uh, so we won about six fights as an amateur. Uh, I went six and oh, won two heavyweight championships. And I was set for a pro debut in Massachusetts. During that pro debut, I took on one of their hot prospects, Sean Evans, and I won a fight of the night, which actually I think was a fight of the year in Massachusetts oh, nice. on my pro debut. It was amazing. I was training hard. I had everything in order. And then after that fight, I got a call from a Florida management company, and they asked me if I wanted to compete on a reality tel television show for fighting. Uh, and I thought they were insane. I, for me to have this opportunity was nothing I ever dreamed of. So things happened real fast. And within two weeks, I had an expedited passport and was on an airplane to Johannesburg, South Africa. And oh my God, I'll tell you what, that was one of the craziest things I've ever done. Uh, it was me by myself representing the USA in a, a house full of 11 different countrymen. We had people from New Zealand, uh, Australia, Germany, England, the UK, France, Africa, Cambodia. And they stuck 10 guys into a house that all spoke different languages, were from all different parts of the world. And it was just another blessing, man. And for 10 weeks, I got to learn and compete with some of the best fighters in the EFC. I actually trained under uh, Ashad Saeed, who was a champion for the EFC at Bantamweight. And uh, we did three times a day. They were treating me like a UFC star, man. It was uh, it was game changing. 
Uh, did you find it hard, like, with the language barrier? Like, did some of them speak the same language and it was difficult uh, since you were by yourself? Here's the funny part. Um, so the South Africans actually had pretty good uh, English, um, pretty good at it. And then the only other fluently speaking Englishman was uh, Will Flurry from uh, – he was from Ireland. He was Conor McGregor's teammate and Kabanov's protege. So me and Will kind of bonded right off the bat in that TV show, man, because we were both the English-speaking guys. I did send you a link to that television show. You can watch that, and you'll see I was actually uh, kicked off the show for a couple days with a staph infection. And miraculously, I got rid of it in three days with a little doctor's help. And I had no one I could fight on the darn TV show because of how the brackets were drawn up. Okay. So that English-speaking Will Flurry volunteered to fight me to give me an opportunity. And it was kind of crazy. <laughs> That's a cool experience, though, man. Like, I, like we, saw, we have seen the clip. We'll definitely uh, get that out for the uh, listeners. But look like the ultimate fighter, in a way. That's kind of how they mocked it to be around, but it was basically an international season of all undefeated prospects. That's pretty cool, though. You got your name out there with some good fighters. It was amazing. Post show. So, post the fighter, I came back to America and uh, I was hot off this TV show, hot off a fight of the year win. And uh, I was struggling to get like the average Joe, the average new pro to fight me. Um, so we went and we took on uh, King of the Cage, Eric Herbert, for a world title. Um, being my third professional fight, I'm already fighting for a world title, which is just amazing. Unfortunately, he had a little more experience. He was also a black belt coach, and I lost in the second round to Eric. Um, but, man, between my debut, the television show, and fighting for a world title, I just I feel like that... I felt like there was nothing more that could be accomplished, you know? Yeah. Um, and then I, I'm coming off a loss, and I'm all depressed and sad. And next thing you know, the phone rings, and it's Bellator inviting me to Long Island to fight. <laughs> oh, wow. So coming off the loss, I had a chance to go down to uh, Long Island and fight on the Fedor Sonnen card and took on Andrews Rodriguez. Uh, in a 15-minute war, man. So I got my money's worth on Bellator. All three rounds, I lost the point fight. But uh, at this point, man, I went from being just, like I said, a homeless dude, and after a few years, I'm fighting in Bellator. It was beyond myself. Yeah, that's pretty cool how your journey has led you there. And, like, to be on a Fedor card especially, like, that's that's pretty rare for certain fighters that have been in the game for a long time to do. And uh, Chow Sonnen actually took a personal liking to me and my family. Uh, and he just, he hung out and gave me some great motivation. And Chow was actually one of the first guys I really liked to watch as a fighter. So that was just, I was starstruck, man. Meeting Fedor, uh, Benson Henderson was there, um, Roy Country Nelson, oh man, Czech Congo. These are all guys, man, that you watch on TV growing up. And the fact that I got an opportunity out of nowhere to be around these people, it's just it's more proof to me that God really is in control. And at the end of the day, man, that's all I really want people to realize, that you can hit rock bottom and with a little faith and elbow grease and some hard work, anything's possible, man. Yeah, we saw, like, uh, that's why we wanted to get an interview with you because it was perfect. Uh, we saw on, like, your social media and just, like, the inspirational quotes you had for people. So, like, that's why we, that's, that's where we come in, right? We have to, like, tell th those stories are the most important to us.
That means so much to me, man. And win, lose, or draw, that's what my goal is, is just to show people that I have the courage and I've overcome and so can you. you yeah, it, it's perfect, man. Like, that's why we uh, do our part to tell those stories. So for you guys. Like you said, you're on Bobby Campbell's card. It's yeah. it's his uh, retirement fight. Is that is added pressure to that or no? Well, here's the truth. I knew Brian was tough. Um, I, I just I, I looked him up a little here and there. Um, and then I took the fight, you know, and now I'm starting to learn how really tough he is. Uh, the guy, like I said, he trains with Bobby. He's been Bobby's best friend since seventh grade. So I'm sure when Bobby was on his championship seven time world title run, Brian was right next to him training with him. You know, this is his last fight. He's, he's trying to come out hard bang. Uh, I think they picked the perfect opponent. They know I'm battle tested. They know I'm going to punch right back. Um, they know I'm a great test for this guy. Uh, his last fight, God bless him. It's gonna be it's gonna be one hell of a night because for a win for myself means a lot more than people understand. I'm heading back home to Long Island where I grew up. I had five childhood best friends and only three of us are alive still to this day because of drugs. There's a huge drug epidemic going on down there. So man, I'm coming to fight to show people that I'm a recovering drug addict and you don't need that. So. Uh, we're taking the old drug addict versus the world champ. We'll see what happens, man. <laughs> hey, well, it, those, those stories are the best, right? It's, you know, you have nothing to lose, right, at this point because it's uh, it. the world champ. But you know what? That That's the journey you've come to, and it's it's amazing. Come come fight night, uh, titles mean nothing, right? That's it, dude. Belts, are, belts just keep your pants up. Yeah, exactly. And records are for DJs. <laughs> I like that. It's good. But I just, I know Brian's training hard, and man, if it's his last fight ever, you know the guy's going to go out with a bang. Yeah. Um, so I've, uh, I've actually, on a side note, uh, this is kind of cool information. I actually have changed up my whole entire fight camp. I've got rid of my management, my coaches. The fact is I was a top prospect, and then when I turned pro, I kind of felt like I was mismanaged and misused a little, you know? Yeah. So I'm currently with a whole new support system, a brand new striking coach. I'm going to fight totally different than they've ever seen me fight. But, man, that's just all icing on the cake for the night. Like you said, that night nothing matters. It's just the bell rings and we're going to scrap. And, yeah, that's like that's why we've got into this sport and trying to get like fighter stories out there because at the end of the day, the champions – they don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Who wants it more? Who has the heart? Uh, there, there was a guy that I'm sure we all know Matt very well, Mike Tyson. Everyone has a game plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> and with these so, jackhammer promotion cards, they're getting a lot uh, lot more exposure, and there's a lot more on the line. That's exactly what I'm saying. This is Brian's going out fight. This is my crossing into kickboxing fight. So with a win versus somebody with that kind of stats, man, it just jumpstarts my career. Honestly, at this point, I feel like I've done very well in MMA. I want to test myself. I want to get more into the kickboxing, more into the boxing. As I'm getting older, man, I, I want to do the striking a little more. MMA training is intense. Uh, it takes so much. There's so much to do. Your ground game, your wrestling, your cardio, your strength conditioning, your Muay Thai, your clinch, your striking. So as I'm getting older, man, I feel like my weakest point was striking, so now I want to own it, you know? And moving forward, I want to kickbox and box. And, uh, you know, and I think this is a great opener for me to take on one of Bobby's guys. Great promotion. And I feel like as long as I perform well, Bobby will have me back. And that's the goal. Keep getting to inspire and share the story. Well, we've noticed since uh, we've been covering Jack Hitter promotion is 
that they put on a lot of good fights and it's not so much the pick and choose fights like easy win fighters or fight or like good fighters are like demolishing other fighters. it's always competitive oh uh, and when bobby actually messaged me about this he said I, in reality i think you two could have a fight of the night and he seems like a very humble honest guy so i believe him it's he's not mismatching me this is fair as hell i'm training just as hard as brian's training i've been around the block he's been around the block so like you said, yeah, he's won some titles, but at this point today, we're on the same page. We both put our pants on one foot at a time. Uh, we're both men, and we're both going to give it all we got. That's what I can promise. Yeah, like like you are saying, there's no mismatch fights in uh, the Jackhammer promotions. They're always competitors against okay. competitors, right? Like, And it's amazing. Some promotions only want the payday, so they'll put their stars into like these fights. Oh, I've been on the end of that, brother. I've been there. I've been there. That's what I was telling you about the MMA career. Been mismatched and misused. With Bobby, man, all his fights, they, he, he wants good fights. He he want, He's kind of similar mindset to myself. He wants his guys to fight the best guys he can find for them. He doesn't want no chumps. That's I think that's really why he reached out. He, he wanted a tough guy for Brian's last fight, and I'm going to give Brian all he can handle. <laughs> I, I honestly expect it to be fight of the night. They always build main that, events, awesome. but with your motivation to be in there it's it's a whole different level that's awesome to hear somebody say that to me man uh my girlfriend tells me that stuff sometimes but to hear someone else too say it it's kind of kind of good to hear man well like you're telling us you're going through like the addiction and stuff like that and that's like behind you now and you're focused on like the fight like your fight is totally different now which is yes it's a crazy journey but it's 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 inspirational man it's more of a it's more of a fight to inspire you know i guess yeah because there's a lot of people out there that don't have that avenue and like you found it you found something that you're passionate about and you get to you get to live it it's awesome man getting to talk to you guys is a dream come true as well oh we appreciate your time man as a kid you you want you see interviews on tv you're like man i'll ever get to do one of those and you're giving me one right now, so thank you, guys. Uh, is there anything else you want to let the listeners know? Uh, shout out to any sponsors. Well, yeah, um, man, there's a lot. I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be here without the support of people telling me they believed in me and that I could do it um, because there was times when I didn't believe in myself. So uh, sponsors, man, first ones you got is God. <laughs> I got my family, my friends. I got Vitalize Max is a really cool herbal supplement company. Um, they're actually going to be at the fights next Sunday and doing a table to give away samples. Okay. Um, it was something I asked Bobby about. Uh, they're based in Long Island and it's just, it's called Kratom. Uh, it's a, a product that is, it's just, it's new, it's up and coming and it's going to save the world, man. It's going to help people. Um, so I want to give them a huge shout out. Um, as a fellow uh, a recovering drug addict, I, I really, I believe in herbal supplements, uh, to counteract the man-made ones. So uh, that's pretty big. I also, Michael's Auto, a guy local in my New York State hometown. Uh, He's been there since day one. Those are two of my main guys. Um, I also have a new uh, fitness line company called Body Health Products and Cardio for Life are the two products I take for my fight camps. Uh, I think they have my cardio in top-notch shape, all USDA approved. And man, I just want to thank Bobby Campbell and Jack Hammer Promotions. I want to thank Brian for inviting me down and taking the fight with me. This is just a dream come true to get to fight in front of my uh, hometown where I grew up. Uh, all the kids struggling, they're going to get to see me overcome and be inside that cage or that ring. 
And win, lose, or draw, man, I just want people to know that there is another way. They don't have to fight this fight on their own. No one can overcome addiction or drugs or alcohol on their own, man. They need a good outlet of good people. And the MMA community, the martial arts world, kickboxing and boxing, people are real. They're down to earth. They understand. And fighters that fight aren't fighting because they've had a luxurious life. They're fighting for a purpose. So anyone that is struggling, reach out to anyone in the area with the gym. Because I know for a fact the gym is the best place in the world for myself. So I just want to give a shout out to anyone struggling, anyone on the fence, anyone just dealing with depression, mental illness. Know that you can be great. You just need to have people around you that support you, good energy, good vibes. And you need to believe in yourself because you're stronger than you think. Well, you said it best. And on that, uh, best of luck, uh, October 27th, Mike. Appreciate it. Are you guys going to be in town on the 27th? No, we won't be, man. Uh, it's it's oh. the tra- it's the traveling, right? It's it, we we <laughs> I was hope to said I have to bring you guys a shirt, but we'll oh. have to mail one. To yeah, the we'd love to, man. Something. We'd appreciate it. I appreciate y'all taking the time this morning, man, and to let me share a little of my story. Always, man. Good luck on October twenty seventh. Hey, I promise I'll make you proud. And you guys have an awesome rest of your day. Hey.